0: Well, I told you so. If you listened to the last podcast, I said for the third straight season, in my opinion, that the Pittsburgh Penguins weren't going to win the Stanley Cup. There was just no way they were going to three-peat. And look what happened. They actually lost to the Washington Capitals finally. it's the third time. The third time? Fourth time? Ovechkin has faced Crosby in the playoffs and he finally beats them. Capitals won eight days ago over the Pittsburgh Penguins in Game 6 in overtime. Kuznetsov gets the game winner against Matt Murray and then Does this celebration, some sort of eagle, I believe I can fly, Selly at the end. And here we are. The Washington Capitals are up in the Eastern Conference Final, two games to zero over the Tampa Bay Lightning. And it's funny because just a few days ago, someone was asking, well, do you think that Washington can actually do it? And I said yes, of course. You know, there's there's a chance it's not going to be easy. And I thought Tampa would be in the clear if they got out of the second round after they convincingly manhandled the Boston Bruins. But I said, you know what? The thing is always, oh well, you know you you know if you start a series off on the road, the first two games are at Emily Arena. You just want to split. That's usually the hope. Just split, right? Especially you are playing Tampa. Well, let's just split. And I'm thinking my answer was now. You gotta go in there if you're Washington. Right from the start, you gotta just take two games. I don't care how good Tampa is, it doesn't matter that you're on the road, it doesn't matter that you just played Pittsburgh, you have to be overly prepared to beat the favored team in the Tampa Bay Lightning. And nothing else matters. That's it. Just go in, win two games, and they did that outstandingly. They're making Tampa Bay look bad in a lot of ways. Vasilevsky got pulled in game one they put in a guy by the name of louis deming and surprisingly i mean a lot of people are giving credit to alex ovechkin maybe he's finally playing defense he's a little more aggressive in the defensive zone on the forecheck back checking i mean he's always been physical but we're seeing a little more of that he's hungry he's scoring goals i mean that's what you need if you're the washington capitals or any team in the final four left here in the stanley cup playoffs you need your role players like lars eller to score You need your superstars to outplay Tampa Bay superstars, which they're doing right now. I don't know where Nikita Kucherov is. He had a nice quote the other day, which I shared, pointing out that there's a bigger picture here. We need to play better on home ice, especially for the younger fans or the role models for them, yada, yada. Well, I don't know. Nikita Kucherov just kicked a guy the other day. I don't know. Maybe Tampa gets favored by the NHL. Maybe they want them to win. It sure does seem like it sometimes. But it's it's unbelievable because Washington, I mean, look, When I said maybe this is the year they beat Pittsburgh, it actually is. That doesn't mean they're going to go on to win the Stanley Cup, but it seems like them defeating Pittsburgh really just took everything off their shoulders. That's it. Over a decade later, the Capitals are finally going to do it because everything is going their way right now. And they did it. They took two games on the road to the Tampa Bay Lightning. That's what you have to do because they're going to need every last bit. That they took from the Tampa Bay Lightning in those two games, they needed that because this is still going to be a long series. I know I was just kind of saying, "Oh, where are the Lightning? They're nowhere to be seen." They'll be back, and they need to do what Washington just did because going down three games to one is just the chances are lesser and lesser for the Lightning to win. So now, if you're Washington, you just you can't just don't lose at home. Go up three games to one, and at the very worst, you'll lose in seven, which could happen. Because Tampa Bay is, they're capable of that, especially if Nikita Kucherov and Steven Stamkos figure it out. But let's keep in mind now when a team goes down two games to none in a conference final, I think it's since the 70s, the team that's up two games to zero wins, has won 37 out of the 39 times. Now that doesn't sound good, but out of Tampa's defense, the equality of hockey has just changed. You'll see more teams come back from 3 nothing. We've already seen two since 2010, the Philadelphia Flyers and the Los Angeles Kings. You'll see more teams come back from 3-1, and you'll see more teams come back from 2-0. I can tell you that. It's not a fact yet, but it's promising. I almost kind of like to think of this Capitals team. I think I mentioned it on this last podcast, and of course you were listening. They're almost kind of like the Boston Red Sox. Remember the Red Sox before they won in 2004? And how many World Series have they won now? since that time, 2004, was it 2007, it was definitely 2013, I think there's another one in there, maybe 2009, but it was almost like after they beat the Yankees in that series, coming back three games to nil, they just rolled, I mean no one even remembers the World Series because it was so short that year. They came back, defeated the Yankees, and then they swept a really good St. Louis Cardinals team. And again, it's kind of like this Capitals team. Like they beat the Penguins, and now everything's just clicking. Like Everything that could possibly go right is going right. And they might not even be playing their best hockey just yet. Washington. The defense looks good. All of a sudden, guys like Brooks Orpik look a little, a little younger. They look five years younger out there on the ice, maybe you found the fountain of youth. And that's what you need from those guys. To turn it up come playoff time, turn back the clock, and then come next year when everyone is complaining that he stinks and they need to get rid of these guys, well, that's fine because they made it and you're hoping they won the Stanley Cup and it's worth every penny. Then you can find a new formula, but win first, which is, it's looking that way. And do I expect Tampa to win a game in Washington like I mentioned before? Yeah, I do. I mean, they're just, they're too good not to, right? I mean, it's hard to believe that they're going to lose this series in six games. I'm probably getting ahead of myself by saying that, but they look a little lost out there. The defense looked lost. It did a lot this past season too. And from everyone on the ice and a guy like Ryan McDonough, when they acquired him at the trade deadline, my only critical point was it has nothing to do with necessarily this play. I think it's more of a mental thing. Here's a guy who was the guy in New York for so long. And then you come over to Tampa and there's a few other guys on that team. He was a captain in New York. Maybe he can't be himself. Maybe he can't play the way he wants to and was successful in New York I think that's what I'm seeing I mean you could critique his actual physical play out there and say he's getting burned whatever I think it's a mental thing Tell you, players just are different on in every situation and that includes the teams they play for it happens all the time in sports look at Jonathan Marcheseau see what he's done in Vegas that's no fluke he did in Florida too So we shall see between Washington and Tampa because, I I mean, look, I'm giving a lot of credit to Washington right now because they deserve it too. It's pretty impressive because they're doing this to a team that walked through the first two rounds, let's face it, but it's long from over. Heading out west, let's go up Mike's and down Jake's where they make molasses cakes. My main man, Subban, is gone. He's eliminated the Nashville Predators, lost to the Winnipeg Jets in seven games. Everyone is hopping on this Winnipeg Jets flight. When it, a lot of people think you know, this is the year for Winnipeg. I'm still going to say it's in 2019. And they're really good. And I've been saying it since the playoffs started. I was very impressed with how they're moving the puck in the offensive zone. They're aggressive. They're tight on defense. They're, they're not giving a lot of te- – They're up until last night, they weren't giving a lot of teams a lot of, a lot of room to create offense anywhere, especially in the neutral zone. And they won game one in convincing fashion over the Vegas Golden Knights. And I know. I know, everyone is going back to it, like, here it is, it's finally come, Kyle McKenna, you're wrong, you're wrong, Kyle, Vegas' time is now going to end, no, it's not, stop saying it, it hasn't happened yet, it's the middle of May, and you just saw, again, last night, why Vegas is going to go with the Stanley Cup, and if you thought Winnipeg was going to win, you were like those other 15,000 fans in MTS Place last night in Winnipeg, where you're holding your breath. And you don't want to look at the person next to you and simply admit it that, okay, this is not going to go how we planned. Because Vegas went back to playing Vegas hockey last night. They needed to get hit in the mouth in game one, probably. As a nice little reminder, like a lot of teams do, maybe the Tampa Bay Lightning too, that this is the playoffs. It's a long process. You're not going to walk through everyone. And Vegas played really well last night. Speaking of shutting down the neutral zone and playing tight. That's what Vegas did to Winnipeg last night. They beat Winnipeg at their own game, borderline, on the defensive side of the puck at least. And when Winnipeg did break through that defense core or got an opportunity on the power play to shoot a lot of pucks, Marc-Andre Fleury was there to shut the door. And that's tough. And that's mentally tough on guys, especially if you're Patrick Line. You finally break through this tough defense, and then you get stoned by Marc-Andre Fleury or it hits the post. Fleury's been getting some help. It's pretty funny when they, you know, I'm not sure if anyone's seen the tweets of him rubbing the posts after he hits the post. It's, there's always a story of Vegas. I love it. It's classic. It's something we haven't seen before, and you'll never see again in sports, by the way. What Vegas is doing, you'll never see again in professional sports, ever. But any yes, this, this is still going to be a seven-game series, because Winnipeg will find a way, but it's not their time, because Vegas just reminded us last night. It got really quiet over there in Winnipeg, too. Because they know, like, holy cow, okay, these guys are for real. I mean, even their goal scorers. You see William Carlson out there towards the end of the game. I think there's five minutes left in the third period. And Vegas has their studs out there, and they're just outworking the you-know-what out of some of Winnipeg's best players below the goal line in the offensive zone. They're just holding on to the puck down there for two minutes, just grinding away. guy like William Carlson. I forgot who he was going up against. It might have been Truba or Myers. And they're just they're suffocating Winnipeg. Or at least they did last night. So wouldn't that be something? And I don't want to jinx you, Ovi, but Alex Ovechkin, let's be real, would win the Stanley Cup in Las Vegas. (laughs) Can you imagine that? I mean, come on. One of the most colorful NHL players ever. Riding off into the sunset finally in Las Vegas with the Stanley Cup? I mean, that should be no one else other than the grade 8 Alex Ovechkin. And I'll leave it at that. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh, shout out to who I Represent on this podcast, which is Elite Sports New York and Hooked on Hockey Magazine, as well as the Sportster. Uh, it's been great writing with those guys and the content they produce. Especially in working with Elite Sports New York has been awesome. They cover every New York local team, and, and for Hooked on Hockey Magazine, you know, you could always tweet at me at K McKenna underscore TLT five. Use the hashtag McKenna's Digest as yeah, an NHL question. I'll get it in the NHL mailbag, which will be up later today. Will there be a podcast again later this week? Probably not. I may or may not be getting surgery, an old hockey injury, but thanks for tuning in, everyone, and I'll see you at the rink.